Uh, oh man, where could he be? Hey man! Oh man, dude! <laughs> I've been standing on this curb waiting for you to pick me up for a ride for like over a year! What took you so long? Well, since this is our 50th car ride together, I wanted to surprise you and make it really special. I wrote out like this grand plan to have a musical ensemble and to trick out the speakers and have the car washed real nice inside and out. It would have been great, man. Whoa, but like, you made me wait for like a year. I realized that. I realized that. And that's when I learned that trying to make things special is okay so long as you don't focus on making things so special that you fail to do them at all. Oh wow. That that's like really profound, man. I'm I'm really glad you learned your lesson though. Me too. Hop in. Hey, we should listen to a cool hip rad song, man. Okay. You, you're not gonna stop me? I mean, like, the podcast I listen to hasn't released anything, like, recently, so, uh, wait, 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 what? What? Oh, they just released an episode, man. We're listening to this podcast instead. I'm never gonna get to listen to this mixtape. The ox cable has been plugged in, and now so are you. I am? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sweet. Coming up in this episode, it's our 50th episode. And we're gonna discuss goat barns. How to talk to people who stare at their phones. And whether deja vu exists. Wait, have we discussed that before? Mm, no. Huh. This week, I'm the Ox Cable! Hello and welcome to the Ox Cable, where we get you plugged into advice on everything! Everything! I'm Ryan Matlock. I'm Matthew Bird. And it's our 50th episode, dude! Tweet, tweet, that's me. I mean, this is 50. <laughs> Hi! <laughs> Hi. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a a a long while, but also not that long. It was only like a year. <laughs> a year and 3 months. In the grand scale of the universe, that's just like a blink. Yeah, truly. So, wait, how long uh, did you say? A year and 3 months, man. That's Okay. <laughs> right? <laughs> Yeah. Far too no, long. Far too long. Um, the last episode that we did was episode 49, Countering a Squirrel Uprising, I believe. Yeah. I think I think we had more trouble on our minds this last year than a squirrel uprising, unfortunately. Well, there was, there was um, no squirrel uprising, but there was... <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Score! <laughs> <laughs> we avoided, we avoided the squirrel uprising. We did. People in the comments of that episode, though, they, they kind of wanted to have a squirrel uprising audio drama, though. And I was thinking Ooh. about the um, the movie The Birds. And I was like, oh, so you want like the squirrels, right? The squirrels. Yeah. And and I remember this is a little bit of Adventures and Odyssey stuff. But I remember um, uh, back in the day. Uh, there was a blog, a fan blog for Adventures in Odyssey called The Odyssey Squirrel. Really? 
Yes. And they took an, uh, a squirrel's perspective on Odyssey, and basically they just blogged <laughs> nonsense, and they pretended that it was a squirrel hitting the keyboard, right? And That's great. There was an episode of Odyssey where they actually had uh, a reference to squirrels, and uh, the Odyssey squirrel blog went nuts over it, and... I'm just like, well, we should probably have a squirrel audio drama, and it would be just fabulous. That um, would be good. It would plug into all our favorite things, our our episode 49 and this, and now it's episode 50, and there's this no squirrel true. uprising, but, you know, that's for the best, I think. We, yep. We've had enough. <laughs> yeah. But while we're procrastinating on creating the squirrel audio drama, we're going to start making new Ox Cable episodes, maybe. Every single day. No! <laughs> Get out of here, Matthew. I... We don't need such terrible standards to set. No. No. Yeah. I'm, I'm not saying that for reals. I'm saying no. it for the lols. No, yes. So we're not going to be doing it every week or even every other week, but I'm going to try to make it more consistent. That's my goal. I've realized I need to start setting realistic standards for myself. So I've stopped saying like, oh yeah, I'm going to release a video every month or every week on my YouTube channel or a podcast. I just need to try to do it continuously. And if things take longer than a week, I need to not shame myself. But I also need to just not procrastinate either. <laughs> so that's what's that's what's going to be happening. And we're going to see how that goes. Ryan. Yes. You need to ditch your procrastination station. Oh, no! <laughs> that was a hashtag reference it to was, the past. It was in relation station to a joke we made before. Yeah. Hey, hey, you know what we needed this past year from that episode? A lot. A vaccination station? Well, that, but... No. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't mention that in that episode, but what we did mention in that episode that we're referencing is a um, sanitation station. A sanitation station. Oh, yeah. Yes. The thing is that this is a, um, a reference to the advertisement that we did in episode 34. So yes. if you want to know what we're talking about, listen to episode 34 of our podcast. Yeah. Yeah. We might be coming out sometime soon with a mega cut of all of our advertisements, if that's something you're all interested in. Oh, wow. <laughs> if someone's interested in editing that together too that it can get it can be done even sooner <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, uh, what's fun about our advertisements is some of them are uh real all of them are real though um they're just you know not for real things necessarily they're um, real in our hearts they're real we, in our hearts we would make them if we had money yeah but some of them are made up on the spot, and some of them are planned out well in advance. In fact, they're scripted, and we say everything word for word from Definitely. the script. Yeah, <laughs> we we don't know what we're doing for today's advertisement at all. It's going to be a random surprise. Actually, I think I found something. Well, but... I have no clue. Yes, but we'll get to that in a little bit. But first, I have a question. Matthew, you have a question. How's life? Life. People haven't heard from us for a year plus. So should we like check in? Okay, we'll do a a, a, a quick check in, I guess. So sure. Uh, life is uh, varied. I will say varied in one word. 
life is varied. A lot has happened. If anybody follows me online, they will know nothing because I haven't really posted much of anything <laughs> at all online. <laughs> I have posted some cryptic stuff on Twitter saying various stupid things, but it's been tough for multiple reasons. There's been some significant stuff with the family. Um, I will say that there's been, mm -hmm. um, I have foster siblings and one, one of the biggest challenges um, was that we had some, I won't say too, too much, but we had some fights with the social services. Oh. And basically the kids were taken away oh, for no. over a year. And we have one of them back now. Thankfully, they're back and everything. Um, the second one is supposed to be back, but they're dragging their heels, even though there's a court order. So... It's it's in the works, but we should have both of our foster siblings back. And then besides that, there's just a lot of big, big changes that mm -hmm. I'm I'm okay with. I'm okay with change. It's just it's a lot of change all at once. Yeah. And there's no buddy there's nobody around as a fallback for me. Like I'm all there is for myself. Like there's no, I don't have parents right now. Like I have parents, but they're not, they're not able to be my back fallback. Right. Right. Because right. they're not, they're not in a place where they can support me financially or even emotionally right now. Like there's no way for me to be, uh, reliant on anybody else. So, mm -hmm. um, it's really, really difficult, um, when I'm facing, you know, <laughs> Uh, every double-edged sword of independence. Yeah, and sorta. it's kind of just no. <laughs> it's it's not even my choice per se, right? You right. Know? <laughs> just have to that's do rough. what I have to do. So yeah, that's the biggest thing with along with just like health issues, and then in the middle of a pandemic, you have health issues to deal with, um, which right. are not fun. Um, being yeah. immune compromised in that mm -hmm. is not fun so that's basically right now and um yeah but what about you ryan i know that you have um <laughs> i'm gonna respond to like your situation i'm not gonna just jump right into my oh okay <laughs> like, oh, you're gonna like jump in and be great. like commentary no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but like that's really rough man i'm sorry that like life is like just crazy um but i'm glad that like things are looking up as far as your uh foster siblings um, yeah no i and, know because that was the biggest thing was like being on the sidelines and you can't affect a situation and someone else is in a really bad environment and they're they're hurting right. and you can't do anything mm -hmm. that's just really really difficult to be in that position yeah um and their kids they can't do any a lot of things by them uh, for themselves they can't remove themselves from their situation if they were adults then they could maybe remove themselves from the situation right but their kids they can't right so just watching that helplessly that was the hardest thing and it makes sense just heartbreaking so yeah yeah no that's the biggest relief i think out of all the all the um improvements that have happened so but yeah thank you for that um i of appreciate course. it of course well so my life is <laughs> let's see what's the so you used a one word varying 
to describe <laughs> your life. I'll say mine is picking up speed <laughs> would be how uh, so I like would a- describe mine. So back in, like we the last time we were, we did an episode was February 2020, I think. And since then, like March happened and then COVID and I've been working remotely since then. And it's actually June 1st. So we're recording this on May 28th. June 1st is the first day that we go back to the office. Um, and we're going to we're going to be at a hybrid model where we're there like one or two days a week. But then otherwise, we're still re- uh, remote if we want. Right. And so I'm really a huge fan of that. It gave me a lot of time to spend at home, support Hannah at the house because I can make my schedule a little bit more flexible. And it was really nice. I, I really enjoyed it. And I'm really glad that they're keeping that up. And then besides that, the bigger news is that Hannah and I are pregnant. <gasps> what? Yeah. Sorry, that was a little loud. What? <laughs> 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 that's crazy, Ryan. I'm, that's really cool. So yeah, it's really that's, fun. Congratulations. Thank you. There's going to be a little mini Matlock coming in, Oct- coming to a theater near you. Uh, <laughs> October, actually, uh, October 2021. And so that's real exciting. And might so actually we've been... be in a theater near you because like the theaters <laughs> will be open. <laughs> the theaters will be open and we're going to take our child and annoy everybody. <laughs> I do, I, I'm trying I, to I watch Black it. Widow. Sorry, listen to my child. <laughs> I remember... Uh, like I don't remember it, but my ma- my mom said that um, when I was newborn, they took me to see. Well, not not for me to see, but they <laughs> needed to go. They wanted to go see a movie, and the they couldn't leave me alone yet. And okay. um, they took me to uh, what was it? Uh, that Robin Williams movie that everyone misses, Doubtfire. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I didn't cry or anything because as long as I was being held, I usually didn't cry. Huh. Right. But I didn't, because I was, uh, I didn't sleep as a baby or a young child at all. Right. I was always awake. I needed something in front of me or I needed attention all the time. So hopefully you don't get a child like me where I, <laughs> you need constant like, yeah. Attention. Yeah. <laughs> attention I'm, to I'm, be I'm, given. I'm curious to see what, how our child will act, what kind of uh, character they'll have currently the only character i know is that they kick they uh, baby started <laughs> kicking like a week ago um so that's been really right. exciting wow. to, like we finally we've made contact um, it's it's a uh, star trek first contact <laughs> star trek first contact and is it and a peaceful we, life form <laughs> it, probably probably it sleeps mostly <laughs> uh, as far as I understand it, we also know the gender is going. It's going to be a girl. We found out that yesterday, actually. So that's 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 my news. We we've, we've been cleaning out the office to make it into a baby room, and my desk is actually now in the corner of our living room, which actually makes a really cozy environment. I didn't expect that. That was really nice. Right. So 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 so, how many bedrooms does your house have? We have a two bedroom. Uh, apartment it's a duplex so we share one wall with our neighbor and it's like the bedroom wall but we never hear them and they never hear us so that's perfect see see josh and i are looking for a house right now or an apartment and two bedrooms is exactly what we need so that sounds perfect um we'll take it uh yeah (laughs) well if you can find we're looking for a house like to buy in like nearby if we can find one that we can afford it's not quite the market for it these days 
But um, if you can find us a house to move into, then definitely move down here. We can record episodes in person. See, the one problem with that right now is just the uh, border problem. Right. Right. That's yeah. true. That's true. We'll we'll have to fix that. Yeah. But uh, like we'll just have to hope that maybe the president uh, relaxes border things. But, you know. He might be biding his time on that. <laughs> womp womp. <laughs> don't you know? Don't Joe know? I'll okay. stop. <laughs> I'm just glad to stop making Trump puns, you know? <laughs> like there's, well, there, That's we, all low-hanging fruit. <laughs> it's it's um, also, like, we kind of... You mentioned that we... Um, had our our last episode in february yes of 2020 but yes i I think some people thought the podcast died of covid (laughs) but i think we recorded it well before february 2020 i think it was recorded in 2019 oh you're gonna call out my procrastination station (laughs) there are (laughs) you i'm not trying to i'm just saying that it was um this is true though uh, I, i i don't know when in 2019 but there wasn't many opportunities for us to make trump puns is what i'm is my point i think i don't know i mean like we started the podcast like in 2016 didn't we no i i i I thought it was well let me see episode one was released in oh yeah 2016 never mind you're right (laughs) (laughs) we had all this opportunity and we probably made the right call not taking advantage of it (laughs) well i just time is weird and i forgot i i just i didn't realize i thought it was older but at the same time not as old what was the month that our uh, september, first episode september, september 28th 2016 we're coming up on our five-year anniversary we're up to we're four up to and... five now <laughs> <laughs> yay okay was there anything else that you wanted to like say as like uh, this is this is happening or anything for nope your... Nope, nope, that's it. That's, that's it. That's Your life my life. Boring, Ryan. <laughs> my life is boring. Yours is interesting. Well, it's 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 <laughs> it's something. We'll just say something, okay? My life, my life is boring. I only brought a human into existence. Not yet. It exists. It's, it's in the works. It's no, still it's, in the process. It is fully it, human. It's just you know. I mean, technically, all well, still in the works, aren't we? Sure. But, like, it's not independent yet. Like, it's still attached. I mean, that'll be true until about age 13, right? (laughs) I meant biologically (laughs) attached and it's still developing (laughs) in that sense where it's like, whatever. It's not born yet, is my point. (laughs) This is accurate. It has not been born. All anyway. right. Do we want to move on? I think this is the podcast where we answer questions. We should we should change our logo, our thing. The podcast where we get you plugged into advice on everything after we talk for about twenty minutes. Has it been twenty minutes already? It depends on how <laughs> thoroughly I edit this. You're just like I'm just gonna post it raw, no edits, just I, like this. Don't tempt me. <laughs> All right, so we cool. got a question from Reese. Uh, like the like the peanut butter cups? No, that's uh, that's Reese's. Oh. Is there an apostrophe in Reese's? I think so. Okay, then it very well might be 
the Reese's. So this is the inventor of the peanut butter cups asking a question. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to read it or do you want me to read it? <gasps> I would feel honored to read it. Read it. Okay. The the words of the peanut butter cups guy. Okay. Hey, hey guys, do you think deja vu is real? I was talking with a friend the other day about this subject, and we were both talking about how we feel like we've had deja vu before, and even had deja vu of deja vu. Deja vu inception. Yeah, it's just like that movie Inception, but with deja vu, so deja vu inception. Right. <laughs> I'm explaining what you just That's said. That's the joke. <laughs> I've heard a lot of people say before that it's not real, though. The haters. Right. So what do you guys think? Is it real? Is it just us having had dreams about something and then it happening? I need to know. Thanks for all you guys do. Aw. Reese. You're very well, welcome, for- Reese. Yeah, thank you for writing to us, too. So what do you think, Matthew? Does Deja Vu exist? Is it real? Yes and no. Okay. Um, I think it depends on your definition. Because I've heard people refer to certain things as deja vu, and it's I think they've referred to deja vu incorrectly. Okay. You know? Um, How so? Well, I think some people have the concept of deja vu. Like, like when they say, when some people say, oh, that was literally... Uh, you know, they, they use <laughs> literally wrong, right? Yeah. So I think they use deja vu incorrectly too sometimes. So in that sense, deja vu is no. So sometimes no. But like the actual concept of deja vu, yes. I think it is real. But in the sense, some people use it as a way of saying that as like pre-deja vu, where it's like a premonition almost. Oh, so like if people think they know what's going to happen, they think that's deja vu, but that's not really what that is. No. And that's that like that 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 form of if if people think that's deja vu. No, no, no. That's no. No, it's just deja vu. It's like where you had the you go and do something like you go to go skydiving and you're like, wait a minute, you're in the plane and you're about to jump out of the plane. You know, you've never done that before. But you have the feeling Something's that you've done that. Familiar. Something's familiar. The feelings or uh-huh. the scenery or your emotions or something. And you're just like, wait a minute. Have I done this before? Have right. I been in this position? Yeah. And for some reason, you can't put your finger on it necessarily. You're just like, what about this is familiar? Why? Why? And then you're like, have you done this before? And you start asking people, wait, have I gone skydiving before? Or maybe you're like, (laughs) maybe I've dreamed about skydiving before and it was exactly like this or I know for me, like, I think I, I feel like every once in a while, maybe every few months, I have a moment where I I have a deja vu moment where I'm like, I think I dreamed this. And I, I have to remember that like, sometimes I am able to categorically say yes i remember this dream and it was not the exact same thing that i'm experiencing but it was similar and sometimes i think it's just my brain playing a trick on me where something that is in my life is 
semi-familiar. I probably don't know why. It could be something I saw as a kid, could be something I dreamt, could just be that sometimes things look similar to other things. And like, it could be that I have synapses in my brain firing and doing weird things, and I'm just not aware of that, and so I'm being weird. But... Right. Um, so I had to kind of remember, like, sometimes my brain is just being weird, but sometimes it's a dream, but that's actually not crazy because we dream about all kinds of things. We probably have like, I don't know what the number is, but we have several dreams every night and we may or may not actually end up remembering them when we wake up. And so if you think about every night that you sleep, so 365 days in a year, if you're like, 15 or 20 then you've already dreamt like 7,000 nights worth of dreams or something and if you're at that point one in 7,000 might be similar to some event in your life and like so the odds of having deja vu it makes sense if you've dreamt about all kinds of weird stuff throughout your life and you have no remembering or you don't remember it but now you do sort of exactly That's my take. especially when you have because like um the imaginus um, the imagination is very fertile mm-hmm. and um uh when you are dreaming you're using your imagination a lot and part of dreaming like there's no uh like dream science is very imperfect and we can't know for sure for sure at this point um but uh one of the theories um is that part of dreaming is that you're remembering everything that happened to you from the day and sorting through everything and sort of going uh can i commit this to long-term memory or can i just sort of like let this go um and going through the emotions that you felt in that day and sort of being like um, processing what that means and how that impacts you long term and stuff. So when you are like anticipating something big, like maybe skydiving, like still sticking with that situation, that's a lot of anticipation and stuff. So when you're anticipating that, you can maybe you were watching videos or you started uh, imagining what that situation is like. So you can see in your mind's eye in your in your dream what it must be like to be inside of the the plane you can imagine the wind going by and everything so you can almost imagine what that situation is like inside so that uh, when, when you actually get to that real situation you've already imagined it not consciously so you're like your brain's somewhat familiar with some of the concepts and then when you're actually in that position you're like wait a minute there's some neural pathways in your brain that are familiar with this scenario, not exactly, but enough to be like, there's a familiarity here and, and it triggers some kind of like memory response. And then you're just like, wait a minute, I need to um, raise the alarm on this and be like, ooh, ooh, something, something. Yeah. So in that sense, yeah. And so, yeah, you're not alone. You're not alone at all with that. But we can't be sure exactly where deja vu comes from. You know, Mm -hmm. but it definitely is a thing. But another point that I wanted to make, though, is that once you see something like a new word, you start to notice it everywhere. Yes. But that doesn't necessarily mean 
that that word's usage has suddenly increased. It just means that you're noticing your it more. Is yeah, your awareness has heightened. So that sort of coincides with deja vu a lot. Yeah, like you experience so, a thing, and now all of a sudden you're like racking your brain, like, oh, what are all the experiences in my life that have been similar to this? And that's yeah. that can be what deja vu is. Yeah, and. So everything couples together, you're learning constantly, new things come along. But deja vu of deja vu can play into that whole thing too. So, And I get deja vu of deja vu regularly. I'm suddenly like, wait a minute, I'm having deja vu. And Josh, like Josh is my brother and we, we live together as roommates. Um, and he's like, what, of what, like, like what you're doing or where you are or what? And, he's like, <laughs> uh, and I'll be like, no, like I did this before. Wait a minute. I'm getting deja vu that I got deja vu about this moment before. And he's like, oh, no, you're going to cycle into this whole thing again. And, um, but he <laughs> does the, the same Russian thing nesting once in a while, too. doll of deja exactly. vu. <laughs> it's never ending. Yeah, it, it just pops out of it's, itself. Exactly. So it's, yeah. Cool. You're not alone. But uh, all, all the haters out there, you don't need them. Just know that you're correct and they're wrong. When someone, when you ask, when you say, I think I have deja vu, and some guy comes up and says, no, deja vu isn't real, just be like, I feel like I've heard that before. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure someone said that to me before. That That's very familiar. <laughs> that's right. great. I like that. Cool. Okay. Well, thank you very much, Reese. Yes, um, thank you. Please send me some peanut butter cups or something. Yes, for... we would love. Yeah, thank so you. So I think, I don't know if we've answered this question before, but I saw it in our inbox and someone asked what we sh- what they should send to the P.O. box. So if it were possible, I would say Reese's cups, but I'm guessing they would melt and that the they don't want you sending food like that through the mail like that. Okay. Then uh, a gift card. A gift card for Reese's Cups. There we go. Send me money. (laughs) (laughs) Or you could contribute to the Patreon so that I can not use it probably to spend on Reese's Cups. But I might do. uh, Yeah, if you if you uh, contribute to the Patreon and then be like, hey, buy yourself some Reese's Cups. I'll be like, okay, I can do that. Yeah. Or or you'll get a uh, a Reese's a Reese's. Um, one of those peanut butter cup branded baby onesies. Oh, that would be so adorable. <laughs> be, yes. Send us baby onesies. <laughs> uh, but fa- yeah, no face onesies. That would be great. That'd be great. Oh, that's wild. <laughs> um, but now that you mention it, no, that question did sound familiar. Maybe we yes. answered it before, before Maybe. going on our hiatus. Perhaps. Who knows? I People might have to bear with me because I don't remember. I, I think I got it organized, but we, so we use Trello for organizing the questions and I think I organized it, but I'm not sure. It might not be organized. I might completely miss people's questions. We might answer the same question twice. This is just the reboot of the aux cable 2.0. We'll we'll call it we'll call another it the, aux cable. The, the iPhone Bluetooth connection. <laughs> we'll call it the dongle. <laughs> Let's please not call it the dongle. No. <laughs> All right. We'll continue the aux cable right after this message from our not sponsor. 
imagine yourself in an alleyway without protection. Give me our money! Uh, I, I'm all alone in an alleyway, except for this guy who's trying to hurt me. I want your money, and if you don't give me your money, son, I'm gonna hurt you. I don't have any money, but uh, actually I don't have anything. Isn't it sad that this person doesn't have anything? Not even a weapon to defend themselves? Well, what if they did have a weapon to defend themselves? Uh, like what? Introducing wooden pallets. My name is Finger Splinters. And I'm Bert Barkley. And we decided that it's not enough to have a gun. It's not enough to have pepper spray when you're all alone. You need to have something that can inflict pain on your enemies. Pain they've never felt before. And if they have, they know that it's really bad pain. The kind of pain that they'll try to avoid at any cost, just like their mother avoiding their kid when they're playing tag. Right, and so we finally found it. That one painful thing that nobody wants to feel. Splinters, specifically the kind you get from a really big pallet. Ooh! Here's how it works. Just whip out your trusty pallet, lift it above your head, and whack your enemies with it. They'll be down for the count, and they'll have massive splinters to boot. Give me your money! Ah! <laughs> oh, oh no! All these splinters! <laughs> You're down for the count. It's a revolutionary product. Not easy to store in your coat at all, but it works. I have mine strapped to my back now. <laughs> but, um, one question. How do I avoid getting splinters on myself? Shoot. Welcome back! Whoop whoop. You guys are listening to the Ox Cable. Now in robot form. For those who don't have time to read. <laughs> what about that advertisement? Wasn't that a great advertisement? That was a fun advertisement, Ryan. I, I did not see the, the end coming. That was a weird twist. That was a very strange twist. Very twisty. But I'm poor now, so I can't afford that. So. But Twists? I hope that our listeners can. Oh, so. oh the, the product. Yes. 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 <laughs> Whatever it was. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got a question from Justine who asks, how do you build the best goat barn for a small herd of goats, uh, specifically three to six goats for reference? Wow, Justine, that is very, I, I don't know if three to six makes a herd, but um, I've heard that. You've heard that it does? I've heard that it does. Okay. Well, that is clever pun. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay well you know tools and wood or other building material yes. of some sort hardware yes. know-how plans that kind of stuff those are all good facets of a great goat barn so that's, that's my answer and i'm sticking to it yeah i'd say that's Basically, that's pretty much the basic answer of what I'm going to say. <laughs> uh, so, but uh, yeah, like obviously you need to know how to use tools and how to build things. And if you've got building experience, then that's great. If you don't, Google has plenty of information on just your basics. But I'm going to give you a few tips as far as things that are useful going into it that you might not necessarily find from the Internet, but you might. Uh, these are good things to keep in mind. So if you intend to have stalls for goats, uh, I guess there's like two ways you can do it, and it kind of depends on what you care about so far as your goat barn. Like if you just need a place for them to get out of the sun, then basically just making a shed with one doorway that's big enough for goats to get through. So about 
the size of two or three human doors <laughs> would be you, en- enough of an opening. You need to make sure that both the goats can fit in and that you can fit in because yes. you need to get in there as well. Yes, so and, make it tall enough make for sure... you and wide enough for goats. Yeah. Unless your goats are no bigger No one needs than to you. get stuck. Yeah. If your goats are taller than you, then... Um, we're gonna need a bigger barn, <laughs> <laughs> and that that should be I've a TV show movie. for children. If, if they're they are that big of goats, then it should be a TV show for children for kids. Yeah, like Clifford, but goats. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you're if you just need a place out of the sun, then one doorway is good, and it can be you just kind of have a shed that's big, like maybe about as big as what you might imagine a let's see ryan is doing math yeah like maybe like the size of a bedroom okay so like a a simple bedroom for your kid (laughs) your kids get it because they're goats (laughs) uh and but another thing you could do and this is if you care about cross ventilation like you don't just want to keep them out of the sun you want to keep them cool when it's hot but it's windy and you might want to catch a cross breeze then you want to make two doors like one that goes on the front and one on the back and so then you can have them both open and then like stalls on the inside for the goats to be in like kind of corral kind of thing inside of the barn and i guess that's also matt this also depends on whether you're trying to keep your goats contained or just have a place for them to go because i've seen both like one where it's like we keep our goats in here and the other where it's like the goats can roam wherever they want in this field and this is like a lean-to kind of shelter, you know? So there's there's two different kinds. So you got to figure out what you want to do there. And then really the only other uh, advice I have is materials. I've seen, I did a little bit of research on this. You can use like two by fours, both for the, f- you can use it for the whole thing, but that can be really expensive, especially because wood is really expensive post-COVID. So Everything is can expensive. Be, yes, yes. So it can be really good to cut down on how many 2x4s you're buying and just use 2x4s for like the corner structure. posts, the structure posts, yeah. and then fill in the gaps with either plywood, but that's also really expensive right now. But another, another good thing you can use is like metal sheeting. I've seen that used. And you can even cut down on costs by finding reclaimed materials. So, uh, like, pallets that companies use for, like, shipping. If they finish using that, they're just done with it. And you can, like, go to, like, your local shipping area or, like, where like places that would have pallets just laying around and they're just going to toss it in the dumpster. Go and say, hey, can I have that? And then use it because pallets are really great for building whatever structure like i've seen people use it for tiny homes barns whatever and so if like you can google how can to also use, use them to inflict uh, slivers on your worst yes enemies. yes if you really want to get slivers infected on your worst enemies pallets are the best way just carry a pallet around and <laughs> womp your enemies with them It'll wear hurt. gloves for yourself to protect yourself <laughs> this is so this is actually one of our, our sponsor today was definitely that was uh um palette whackers <laughs> they are the alternative to carrying around pepper spray <laughs> yeah and tomorrow's palette sponsor will be uh tomorrow's sponsor will be um palette gloves to protect yourself yes. from the slippers beautiful so yeah that's okay. that's my what advice was the rest of your plan is that all 
that's all that's all i had uh as far as okay. as far as like building like um i don't want to get too into like okay you hammer the nail and then you make sure like you kind of have to figure out one how much space you have two what you want to put in it so like do you want a big old barn that's going to take a lot of time to make or something simple and then mm-hmm. like your basic you just need a foundation which can be like cinder blocks or like I doubt you want to lay a huge concrete foundation because this is just a small barn. Um, so you can just um, look up online like how to do just buy some cinder blocks and kind of bury them and then use that to harness the foundation to it. And then you just build uh, there. Like if you search goat barn, you'll probably find the two video. There's one video that I found and it was a guy and it was like he was building the ultimate goat barn. And you can see in that video how they did the foundation posts metal sheeting uh and it was a pretty small barn it was like about the size of a bedroom and it was really just kind of a place for the goats to go in and out of for shelter from the sun and it was really nice so that's my (laughs) advice make sure to put some sort of roofing on to like you know uh keep them dry from the rain yes or else they'll start to smell like wet goat that would be unfortunate. <laughs> oh, I also have, you could also download the app TaskRabbit and get someone to do it for you. Is that like a freelancing contracting service? TaskRabbit, you can get people to do anything for you. <laughs> cool. I should look into that. Also, as uh, this is a new segment of the answer segment, so it's a sub segment. I don't know if that's a thing, but it's now a thing. It's time for Matthew's Canadian tips. If you live in the far north, you can use snow to make a snow barn for your goats. <laughs> it's it's a goat igloo, an igloat. <laughs> igloat. Yes. Beautiful. It's, it's free and it's economical. <laughs> And now it is time for the segment where Ryan, the sub segment where Ryan gives specific advice. If you live in not the north, you can't build an igloo <laughs> because there is no snow. <laughs> it will melt if you have snow, and eventually your goats will be wet and sad. This is <laughs> Ryan's segment, and that concludes Matthew's segment. <laughs> yeah, I had a I had a sub sub segment. It was like the deja vu thing. It's a, it's. Sub rushing nesting sec- sub segment subception subsec subsection subsection <laughs> okay that concludes this question all right well it's time for a second advertisement now oh no second <laughs> advertisement hi it's me finger splinters again except i have changed my name to glovey glove man and I'm here to sell you gloves, specifically the kind that makes it so that you're able to carry the pallet that we made. We put so much money into that, Frank. We put so much money into selling this product, and it's gonna be this revolutionary thing that makes people safe, and what do we not do? Make it safe for the user. What did you think about that, Frank? Our marketing research man over here didn't think about that, did he? Uh. Birch Barkley over there told me that it wouldn't be a problem. Birch Barkley is fired! (laughs) Yeah, run away, Birch Barkley! Anyway, people, buy our gloves. They're really nice, and they actually hold up pretty well in the winter. And on top of that, they are able to be used with our other product. They withstand the splinter, so buy them and get the pallet. Just please. We spent a lot of money on this. I'm Frank and I approve this message. 
I'm gonna need to file for bankruptcy. And welcome back! Not often we have two podcast promotions in the same episode. That was wild, Brian. I think that's a first. That makes it a special episode, even more special. I mean, than it's it was the 50th episode. With. You gotta make it special. Oh, we didn't talk about how this is our 50th episode that much, did we? I mean, we did a little bit. A little bit. We mentioned like... it. So, <laughs> I should mention, guys, the reason that this has taken so long is because I'm a dum dum. You might have noticed. I mean, we're both dum dums. My, my wife is scowling at me for calling myself that. I'm sorry. I made not the best decision because I wanted to make episode 50 super awesome and creative and so I wanted to make it into a musical and you might have noticed that from the intro. We both did, Ryan. We both did. It was going to be awesome and we just didn't have the time to do that. <laughs> so it Well, because like, yeah, we wanted to not only just do like a musical, but we wanted to do like a full on like produ- produced musical. Right. Like, not just like like we could have like scaled it back a little bit and we could just have just had, done like, kazoo songs or something like, yeah we could have like but no we wanted to like when we do something we want to like put our best effort yes. into it as well as we especially like i don't know about ryan's full musical experience but my full musical experience like i'm well versed in music but producing music for recording and stuff like that um that's not really in my yeah. uh, toolbox. That's basically yet. me. Like, I played <laughs> piano. I know how to play several other instruments. I love music. I love listening to it. I love playing it. Recording it. I Like, I've done a little bit. Like, I, my a band I was in in high school. Actually, two bands I was in in high school. We all recorded a few of our songs. But beyond that... And, like, producing some music for my YouTube channel whenever I get a crazy song idea. I, it's just, it's a learning curve. Every time I opening, every time I open up music production software, I have to, like, relearn it, figure out what I'm doing. And it's just, it's really difficult now because the, most of the songs I created for YouTube, I did when I was in high school. And I had a infinitely more time than, than i do now and had the latitude to stay up late i don't i don't have that that much these days so might i also just say ryan that like one of the songs that you were trying to do was like not an easy song to like yeah put together it was at all. so it was a i'll let you guys know because <laughs> we might do it someday i might just like sing it randomly without a ton of music behind it or something but it was a parody of the greatest show from the greatest showman and it was gonna be like this is the ox cable it was gonna be great (laughs) (laughs) and uh the you listen to that go listen to that song the real song and you realize there's so much going on that's why it's such a good song and there, but I just had even s- if you strip it back, it's still a lot. <laughs> yes, and there's like, there's complex beats. There's complex background vocals where people are like, "Ha!" in the background, and then there's a metronome issue. Okay, I, I the the time it is on off like it's a syncopated yes beat. It's, it's not not on the consistent beat. to the beep. The BPM online lies sometimes. <laughs> it is not yeah. constant. And I'm pretty sure it's a mixed measure thing. It's not, or a mixed, um... They have, like, one BPM at the start, and then it changes, like, right yeah. when the beat drops. It goes to a different BPM, which 
I love it about it because when you stick to a rigid BPM, your song can sound more rigid. And that's another thing about why their song, it, it's so good. It's just really hard to replicate. No. I mean, like, you can make it more strict timing and everything like that. But it, it, when you're trying to replicate a song and, 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 and you're not necessarily adept at that it's it's difficult yeah. to do such a thing so um but it was a lot of fun to see your attempts and stuff like that and yeah. i for one am excited to try again in the future maybe yeah, maybe but for our hundredth episode promise. <laughs> for maybe there there we go you guys can look forward to maybe the ox cable musical in the 50th or the, not the 50th, in the 100th episode. The 50th episode is the not musical. This has been the not musical episode of the Ox Cable. It can be the 150th episode. There we go. <laughs> so, yeah. We've got one more question today, and that Ooh. is from Audrey. Would you like to read this Audrey, one? Audrey sounds like Aubrey. It does. And I like both, it's, both those It's basically names. It's Aubrey, just... but the D decided to, or it's Aubrey, but the B decided to look the other way this time. Exactly. Yeah. Both Audrey and Aubrey are great names. Anyway, so Aub- Audrey, I almost said Aubrey. <laughs> You're going to offend <laughs> our listener. <laughs> it's okay, Audrey. Audrey understands. Hi, Ryan and Matthew. A friend suggested your podcast and I love it. Well, that's great. Thank you, friend of Audrey. Thanks for all of the hard work that you put into it. I'm an introvert, so getting to know people can be very difficult if I don't know of something we have in common. It is also very deterring to walk into youth group and see nearly everyone on their phones. Oh, yeah, I can understand that. Yep. (laughs) Do you know of some good questions to ask to get to know people or start conversations that go deeper than just the weather? From fellow homeschooler, Marvel slash Lord of the Rings fan and debater, Audrey. Awesome. Well, thank you, Audrey, for sending in the question. And I, I love that you're a homeschooler, like a homeschooler, Marvel, Lord of the Rings fan, but specifically debater because like debate was my life until high school ended. And then I was sad. So uh, Ryan has nothing he, to fill his I have days nothing anymore. To fill the void. I have a child now. The child fills. No, he, the, that, fills that's the, the only thing that fills his life with joy at this point. Everything else is just sadness and emptiness. Yes. Normal adult stuff. He's just like, oh, if only I could go back. If in only time. I could go back to debate. <gasps> he's just like he's singing that share song all the time. If I could turn back time, if I could find no, no one likes share. Okay, just me. Share and share alike. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> Reference. Callback. Yes. So. Okay. So, how. Aud- do, Audrey has Audrey, problems. Yes. Audrey wants good questions to ask to get to know people and start questions that go deeper than the weather. Well, Matt, what, what, should, what do you think? Audrey, you're on your own. Oh, good no. luck. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Welcome to the Ice Kill, the show where we tell you to get with the program. You're on your own. Yeah. All you have is your own instinct. <laughs> just, just deal with it. You have to, you know, just 
put on some boxing gloves and just punch the other people. Hey, that'll start a conversation. Probably not the one you're interested in, but no, a question, a, a conversation nonetheless. <laughs> what am I saying? A conversation <laughs> nonetheless. Yeah, um, probably with the police, but you know, <laughs> a conversation's a conversation. So the police are talking <laughs> to me. I think we're making progress. <laughs> No, it's it is difficult, um, especially if you identify slash are more uh, of an introvert than, say, an extrovert. I know a lot of people are. <laughs> I think everyone on some level yeah. is a an ambivert. Like they're gonna be because mm-hmm. no one's no one's static. Yeah, no one is like a fixed. Like this is who I am at all times for all time. You know, random yarn but, trail. I don't believe in extroversion or introversion. Good for you. <laughs> Mainly um, because, like, so people can change throughout their lives. Like, sometimes they're extroverts, sometimes they're introverts. And I think, mm-hmm. to, so I'll back that up. I don't not believe in it. I just don't believe in it as much as some people do. To the point where I think that, depending on who you're with, it can change whether you're an extrovert or an introvert. Because, like, sometimes... You find, like, the right people who really, like, pour into you uh, just in general, and you feel more energized around them. And so now you actually gain energy going into those relationships. And some people, really toxic, they kind of pull energy from you in the way they act. And so you go into those interactions with less energy. Right. So so that that's all I meant was that, like, extroverts and introverts definitely exist, but I think that it's not just you that determines that, it's also the people around you. Right. Rant over. (laughs) (laughs) I think from a clinical, like the DSM type perspective. Yes. DSM being the diagnostic manual for people who deal with crazy people. (laughs) 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 No, no. People, uh, uh, psychiatrists and other mental health professionals, they they define it more as like uh, dealing with the average non- specific relationship right yeah just kind of in general how do you yeah like if it's just like oh i'm going to the grocery store and the clerk that's dealing with me or the person who uh is in front of me at at the at the grocery or at the um cereal and i I just need to get to the cereal and it's like oh they're taking a long time and i don't want to talk to them because i'm just like i don't want to deal with that and i'm just like oh i don't want (laughs) to And I'd rather like go to the self check because I don't want to like I don't want to talk to people and have them say like oh how was your day going like it's like oh no I just I don't want to deal with right right yeah in those cases definitely Uh, yeah yeah so please don't but I do get your point please don't anyone take it out of context I don't mean it doesn't exist at all no and I I understand your point and I totally agree everything is contextual yep. of course contextual if you're with your family it's a safe, it can be a safe space where you do get energy from that and you can totally feel relaxed and actually recharge mm-hmm. and that can be a more extroverted environment for you and I totally agree with that backing up a bit also I will say that um, I don't mean to say that um, people who have mental health issues which I think is everyone on some degree are crazy <laughs> um, I am also I, I just I have mental health issues lots um, I've been recently diagnosed with a plethora of issues uh, I just say crazy to you know deal with it myself you know <laughs> it's the way i deal with it and i meant no offense so yeah anyway i hope that no one took offense to that if anyway, they didn't take offense they can um, use it as reclaimed wood for their goat barn 
Okay. Anyway, dealing with Audrey's stick. issue. Where were we? I don't uh, remember. We were talking about introversion. Do, do you want to jump in now? Sure, I'll jump, I'll jump in. So um, <laughs> my thought is, so you talked about how it can be difficult because you're an introvert and um, you don't right. necessarily know if people have things in common with you. And the fun thing is my wife is also an introvert. And she, <laughs> the, the like, fun thing is, <laughs> despite that, she actually, I feel, has cracked the code on this. So this is insider secrets from an introvert married Ew. to an introvert who has information for an introvert. And she's in, she's got insider info. This is, yes. this is. So the thing is, yeah. the way my wife approaches a lot of the relationships, like, especially like when there's someone that she wants to get to know, but she doesn't know yet, the way she kind of approaches it is that she will ask people questions about themselves and not settle for mediocre answers, so to speak. So, like, if she asks someone, uh, let's say, uh, what, do you, what do you like to do in your spare time? So something kind of general. And then they give a general answer, like, oh, I like to play video games. She asks another question to narrow down, like, even more. So it's not just, what do you like to do? It's like, what about that what do you like to do so they say i like to play video games she says what kind of games and they say oh shooters and stuff oh like like what oh well call of duty oh okay what do you like about that game like really getting into the minutia of like what exactly is it that you like to do not just in general like specifically what do you like to do and then mm. what about that do you like to do and right and so like it's not hounding people that she like she doesn't do it in a hounding way like what tell me everything <laughs> shines a light into your face it's like the child interrogation why 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 no but she why? like does it in a conversational way she'll even like insert places where her experience or interests line up and uh but in general she's really trying to get to know like get at the heart of like who are you as a person so like what do you like about those games? You might say, well, I really like kind of the competitiveness about it. Like, oh, okay, cool. And like, then you kind of get to get to the heart of a person a lot more effectively than if you just kind of go from subject to subject. Like, so how's the weather recently? Great. What do you do as a job? Oh, okay. Uh, what do you like to do in your spare time? Like, if you just keep like, you, those are great questions, but if you don't focus on the answers, it can get, it can create an awkward situation, an awkward conversation because it sounds like you're just trying to come up with things to say rather than actually caring about the things you're asking about. Right. You want to like follow up and yeah. not just be like, here's a question, here's an answer. Because if you ever read an interview, especially reading an interview instead of just listening to an interview, but if you read a text interview and you have the interviewer asking a question and uh, a person responding and then the interviewer doesn't ask a follow-up question and the, 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 the person who is being interviewed responds very um, direct, directly without any kind of anecdote or anything like that. It's quite dry. Yes. Right. And so that kind of feeds into that same kind of psychology with what you're saying is that you want to have more than just because people want answers to the question. Yes. But they want a story to it, too. They don't want just because if they're if they're looking for just answers to questions, then we would be robots. We're people. We want more than just, what does this thing do? They want to know why. They want to know what. They want to know, like, all the things. So, mm -hmm. like, there's got to be reasons to things more than just 
the direct question. And, and, and that kind of feeds into what I was thinking about when I started answering this question <laughs> myself. And I interrupted. I'm sorry. Is, no, no, no. It's totally fine because I kind of lost my train of thought. If you don't mind me jumping in now. Go for it. Okay. So I kind of go between introvert and extrovert depending on the situation also how i'm feeling it very much depends on how i'm feeling because if i'm experiencing a lot of anxiety or depression i can't talk to people in fact i have um sometimes selective mutism selective mutism so sometimes i just i just can't talk to people or it gets very difficult to talk to people and with that sometimes i just can't so i don't even try but when i'm feeling more outgoing i'll be outgoing and stuff like that but there's there's a lot of times where i don't know what to do to be outgoing and try to talk to people because I feel very out of practice and I don't know how to engage people, but I really am keen to, right? Right. So I'll try practicing in little ways. So like with uh, Audrey's situation here, she wants to engage people in youth group. And that's a situation where you'll see probably see the same people um, over and over again week after week, which which can be a little bit intimidating because you it can feel a little bit high stakes if you make a mistake or you feel like you made a mistake with somebody in an interaction. Uh, it can feel a little bit like that mistake, quote unquote, can carry on to next week and then you can feel awkward when you try yeah. to interact with them again, right? So to kind of practice... When you go to places and you interact with cashiers, waiters, um, any kind of passive engagement with people, even if you're just waiting on a corner of a street for a, a crosswalk light to come on and someone's next to you, if you see somebody like that in that situation, you can try to find a piece of clothing or or maybe their hairstyle or an accessory that they're wearing, maybe their shoes. Something to compliment. Find something that you like. About. Exactly. Compliment them about it. Talk about it. And, and same kind of thing that you were saying that Hannah does. Go a little bit farther than just complimenting like say oh like oh wow I loved your the color of your hair that looks really cool. I've um, thought about dyeing my hair that color myself but i don't think that i could pull it off or something like that it's like more than just saying oh i like your hair color right right or oh i've seen lots of people have that hair color but it looks really really good on your hair with those mm -hmm. curls or something i don't know like yeah just like showing practice. genuine interest is really the name of the game exactly and um sometimes just start by thinking about it and then eventually move to actually saying it and then that you can take that to more long-term relationships uh, as well. But definitely don't cut out uh, trying with long-term people as well. Because you don't want to like just not try with the youth group. Because you don't want to wait on that stuff, right? Yeah. Like, like, what I would say, like, it, it, I get the deterring thing with, like, walking into youth group and everyone's on their phones and it's like, well, not going to get any engagement yeah. here. But that's not always the case. Like, generally, when people are on their phones, they're either doing one of two things. Like, they're either playing games slash, like, kind of surfing the web, just kind of mindlessly scrolling, or they're talking with people. So even if they're on their phones, that doesn't mean that they're not good at communication. It just means that's how they're communicating right now with others. And the cool thing is online communication unless you're like on a skype call or something is genuinely generally something you can do later so if you start a conversation with them no biggie in fact they might be waiting for a conversation 
because everyone else is on their phones and they're like, well, nothing to do but scroll on my phone and you might be the perfect thing or the perfect person to come along and start a conversation. But actually, that's another thing where Hannah comes in with the wisdom of Hannah is that you can use a multifaceted approach. It's actually real sneaky, but you get to know the person and then you friend them on Facebook and then you continue your conversation with them with messenger or something and then even when you're not there in person you can still build the relationship and learn things about them like when hannah got to know me over like new year's 2016 she friended me sometime in january and then every once in a while she would like watch one of my videos on youtube or something and then ask me a question about it and i loved it like I, I ate up that attention like nobody's business, <laughs> but she would like ask me questions like, how do you get this effect to work? Or like d- this opinion that you had in this video, like, what do you think about this extension of that opinion? And it was just really nice, like to have somebody who was like really interested, genuinely interested in what I thought and things, experiences that I had. And I was like, I'm happy to share this, like share these experiences, share this information and like return the favor and ask questions about your life and now we're married so you never know (laughs) you could end up in a long-term relationship Uh (laughs) uh-oh we're giving uh relationship advice or we're giving a we're giving friendship advice that morphs into relationship advice today on the ox cable Mm -hmm. i think that's about all i've got to say it's just like you can you can communicate with them not only in person but also online kind of using this uh methodology and see where it goes and also let us know how it goes yeah if you just don't be uh, afraid to interrupt their their phone time because a lot of people like ryan said will just they'll walk into and see uh other people on their phones and just be like well i'm not gonna get anywhere with those people they're all introverts too yeah um something you might try is getting there a little bit earlier and not pulling out your phone if you have um, a phone. Power move. Um, and then you set the expectation that people aren't going to be on their phone. And when someone else walks in, you just stand in the you middle engage of the them room. before they can even take out their phone. You just stand in the middle of the room, not doing anything. <laughs> Stare at the first or, person who walks in, point your finger at them and say, you're going to be my friend today. <laughs> And I don't know how your youth group works, but maybe you could, like, if there's a leader or something, talk to them about maybe having, like, a phone pile. I don't know if you've ever done a phone pile, um, but w- when you get together we're in a group... Um, Everyone jumps on the phone. stack... <laughs> no. <laughs> phone pile! You put your phones in the middle of the uh, the space. Usually it's at... Uh, where I do it most often is at a restaurant. Yes. I'll say everyone put phone pile, and you stack up your phones in the middle of the table... And that way, if anybody reaches for the phone, it's very obvious that they do. And then they can be shamed or whatever. <laughs> Shunned. <laughs> they have to pay for dinner. <laughs> they have to pay for dinner sometimes is the way it goes. Yeah. But you could try it out with your group too, maybe. I don't know uh, if that would work for your youth group. Yeah, it depends. But. Like if, if everyone is interested in communication and like non-phone interaction, they can be really good. Because, like, everyone wants it, but yeah. no, not everyone knows that they want it or, or is, like, willing to be the first person to put down their phone. But, right. but in some groups, you've got addicts, people who are addicts to their phones, and they will not take no, exactly. kindly to this kind of thing. No. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be like, you're not taking me alive. 
I need it in order to be able to survive more than oxygen or like, you know, <laughs> sunlight or anything else like that. All right. But I yeah, think that's pretty much it. I think it. that we answered the question. Woo! Um, Feels good to be recording yeah, again. That's the question. It took me a bit to set up because I kept being like, oh, yeah, I need this cable. And oh, yeah, I need that thing. And, and then I was like, oh, wait, I've got everything ready except for the microphone. Oh, no. <laughs> you could always speak into the aux cable. That works, right? I was just, yeah. No, just play it yeah, like a kazoo. Exactly. Well, something like a kazoo. It's not exactly like a kazoo, but yeah, something like that. It makes a different. It makes that other kind of buzzing sound, like the. Yes. Bzz, bzz, bzz. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. last time we did the podcast, we asked you to use the hashtag oxcable convos for a similar question. Actually, it was. Uh, what's the best way to get a conversation started? I guess we had a similar question last time. And the best mm -hmm. way people say to get a conversation started, uh, Jer says that you should just ask them, what's in your pockets? That's a good question. Because, like, people don't always know, so they'd have to actually check sometimes, yeah. you know? The answer right now would be And then be you have to, like, stand up lint. and then, like, be yeah, like... for me, it'd be... What's in I your pockets? I have pocket lint, I have a comb... And I have a glasses uh, cloth, like a cloth for wiping glasses down. Oh, like the microfiber yes, thing. I have a microfiber. What's in your pockets? Uh, nothing. Absolutely nothing. Black hole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing my um, my house shorts, and typically I keep nothing inside my house shorts because they're. I like to keep them empty so that they're just nice and cozy. Got and it. Not kind of like it's it's stress free kind of thing, right? Right. So makes sense. Yeah. But when I'm out and about, usually my pockets have my phone and my transit card in them. And like I don't even think I have pocket lint. Let me see. Yeah, no pocket lint. I think I just washed them recently and there's they're clean, so also Jer said it's also sad when Ryan Matlock is too old to <laughs> properly voice crack. I can still voice crack? What are you talking about? <laughs> Yeah, it's sad. I, I don't miss... Actually, I don't think I actually had a voice crack phase in puberty. No? No. No. I, I didn't really know you... No? I Back far enough, I don't think. Yeah, I think I would have been 15 when we met or something. I was like a little bit past puberty, but like still not quite into male adult voice it was like this but a little higher yeah i think it happened once in a while ish if you were really like getting like excited excited like overly dramatic yeah. voice but not really in your normal speaking and i think my voice is easier to crack when i get my like spring cough thing you remember my cough I, I think, do. I, I think I'm getting it right now, actually. It's like, like starting this, this moment. Week, you start talking about it, and then starting, you're like, wait. Just in time for the ox cable right reboot. Oh, <laughs> uh, um, Let's see. What other comments did we get about uh, conversations? Well, there was one about coronavirus, but I like I, we're going to ignore that. Because... <laughs> well, it, it aged well. Uh, Angie made the joke. <laughs> she was like, one should definitely start a conversation with what's your favorite part about the coronavirus spreading to the continental U.S.? Like, yep, yep, that's definitely <laughs> I haven't experienced conversations where people get toxic about that kind of thing. <laughs> it's strangely a controversial content a controversial topic that we will not be bringing to the ox cable because the ox cable is a fun safe space for advice on everything everything 
and we're gonna move on <laughs> yeah other than that there was a lot of comments about like the the never wake mattress and being like very um excited about that yes. and saying poor curtis because of the period between the recording of our episode and the release of our episode they were like oh poor curtis couldn't integrate properly and oh integrate probably yes into public school can your answer still make a turnaround in his life curtis was a homeschooler Um, who was going to be going to public school so yeah uh, and he possibly like started public school and really struggled but then we gave him an answer and i hope it worked curtis <laughs> yeah, and then someone was saying that we ourselves had never wake mattresses, yes. and that's uh, we fell asleep on them, and we never woke. <laughs> yes, and that's why <laughs> we slept. The episode was very we late. Slept through the that's entire why pandemic, this epi- and now we're back. Yeah, <laughs> we've someone rolled us off, and then we woke up, and we're like, "Whoa, never get back on those things again." <laughs> five more minutes. <laughs> Just five more minutes, though. Matthew, <laughs> yeah. have you seen Endgame yet? Awkward Potato wants to know. I have what? not still no because like okay. you have okay, I have Disney we were, Plus we're going to do a watch party okay <laughs> See cuz like my my brother and I, I when I say we I meant me, me my brother and I cuz we like lived together for the last yes. year we were going to watch all of the um movies leading up to Endgame and then we were going to watch Endgame because I haven't seen all of the uh-huh. movies leading up to Endgame and then we were going to watch uh, cuz he's seen it all and he was like oh it's great and everything and i've so yeah uh, i was gonna try and watch endgame so that i could have said yes i have seen it you know i respect that though like if i hadn't seen everything leading up to it except i still haven't seen ant-man and the wasp i think that's the one that i haven't seen um but if i hadn't seen everything i've seen ant-man just not ant-man and the wasp (laughs) if i'd seen if i'd seen not uh, if I hadn't seen all the things leading up to it, I wouldn't want to watch it either because I'm that careful about spoilers, I guess. Yeah, and you're a completionist. Yeah, that's why the musical didn't get done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Anyway, so that was last time's question Ooh. and uh, responses. This week's question, and by this week's, I mean this this week's. This episode's, because um, <laughs> we, we might not be releasing every week. We might. Who knows? We'll figure it out we'll as see. we go along together. Yes, it's an adventure together. An odd um, ox venture together. Good try, but you missed. Um, how do you start conversations with other people that you don't necessarily know? Yes, we're recycling the exact same question from last time. No. Yeah. Uh, with with it's, more it's of more an specific, introvert. Yeah. So not just uh, spin. not just how do you ask questions to start conversations but specifically with people you've never met and when you're an introvert and you might not necessarily come to this naturally like what's the best question to ask so the episode hashtag to answer and we will read your answers next time is hashtag ox me something a-u-x me (laughs) something and that'll be in the show notes for this episode the show notes Mm-hmm. Probably we'll have information if uh, I can get Josiah the carrot stick to <laughs> curate it for me. He was really nice with that. We'll see, we'll what, see what happens with that. Yeah, um, I might even put it together. Who knows? And then, by the way, guys, we've got a website. It's oxcableshow.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, you can find more on the oxcableshow.com or wherever you find your local podcasts. We're on most platforms. We're even on Spotify now because I, I set Yay. that up like a few weeks ago, I think. 
Fun. And uh, our socials are at Ox Cable Show. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, all the like. And if you have any questions, we would love to hear them, especially because I'll try to go through the old questions. But if you send us new questions, we'll answer those too, probably. If you email us at questions at oxcableshow.com, and all this information is on the website. If you go to oxcableshow.com, you'll find it all there, including the Not Forum, where people hang out. Hang out, leave comments, and also other crazy things. Like the Patreon. Oh, yeah. And there's a Patreon. Uh, I've got a Patreon. It's Ryan Matlock. And if you pay me money there, you get things. <laughs> I'm really good at promoting my Patreon. And I think that's that's it for the day, isn't it? Well, that's mostly it. I, I think that we just have one thing left, and that's just to sign off and be like, see you next time, which won't be a year from Hopefully, now. And thank you yes. for listening to us for 50 episodes thank if you have. And if you haven't, then go back and listen yes. to the, well, don't maybe, well, so but maybe. The last thing I'd like to leave <laughs> off with is just thank you to everyone, faces and aces, uh, fanatical ox cable enthusiasts and just ox cable enthusiasts and all the like. Thank you just for sticking with us and being patient with oh, us. Yes. Like, I don't think, like maybe one person, but I don't think anyone is other than saying, like, hey, we'd appreciate if you released episodes, but we get it. Life is crazy. That's the general gist that I hear from people when they talk about the, the Ox Cable. And everyone's just, like, really positive and encouraging and wholesome. Just thank you guys for sticking with us, sticking, like, with the podcast, but also, like, not being upset when we don't <laughs> release things. But also still being very mm-hmm. happy when we do release things. Like, it's really the best and... You guys are the best community we could have ever asked for. Indeed. Thank you, everybody, so much. I, I really appreciate it. I know that um, a lot of you have reached out over the past year, the the people who are very active, especially on the Not Forum, and mm-hmm. and I have a, I really appreciated all your kind words and encouragement, and I've made some good friends through the, the podcast, and I really appreciate all of our listeners, even if you just listen to one episode here and there. It means a lot, and uh, it's cool that we can do this for everybody, and I enjoy it, and I especially, uh, especially like doing this with you, Ryan, so thank you, too. Oh, absolutely. Thank you for joining me on the podcast, Matthew. It's always a really fun time recording with you. Yeah, well, <laughs> I do my best. <laughs> All right, well, thank you, everyone, for listening to this podcast. Be sure to check in for the next one and uh, be sure to reply in the comments or on twitter with again the hashtag hashtag something we'll read your comments on the next episode thank you so much for listening and we will see you in the next episode goodbye everybody oh i didn't do my thing and uh thank you i think that's all and uh we'll see you in the next episode okay bye see everybody i'm learning (laughs) relearning And we're going to discuss Goat Barnes. That's not How a name. <laughs> what? Sorry, say that again. Sorry. <laughs> I was thinking like Binky Barnes. <laughs> Goat Barnes. The newest influencer rising on TikTok. Yeah. No relation to Binky um, from Arthur. Um. Hello and welcome to the Ox Cable. Your show. What did I say? I don't what? know. It's. Not written here. The show that gets you plugged into <laughs> advice, where we get you plugged into advice on everything.
you know, we should have listened to it before. <laughs> we really should have. <laughs> Hello, welcome. everybody, and welcome to the Ox Cable, the <laughs> show where we get you plugged into advice on everything. Everything. <laughs> the Palatinator. <laughs> the introducing. What? Introducing. You've been listening to the Ox Cable, and you'll continue to listen to it right after this podcast advertisement. That sounded very <laughs> ominous. <laughs> you will. You will listen to the ice cable. Uh, palette gloves to protect yourself yes. from the splinters. Beautiful. Uh, I'm going to write yep. that down. We should definitely do that. That's <laughs> <laughs> our advertisement. Okay, perfect. Man, we solved that problem. I didn't know what we were going to do. <laughs> okay. Well, Birch Barkley apparently is about as dumb as his name sounds. Where'd you get that name? I mean, my name is Glovey Gloving Man or whatever. <laughs> I don't have a pen, and I wanted to make a note about my character, and I don't have a pen. <laughs> this is not good. Oh, this I've got person a, I've is got in a, computer a dark alleyway <laughs> without protection. <laughs> I've got a I've got a big computer in front of me, and I can make notes on that. <laughs> <laughs> Oopsie poops. What a nerd in a dark alleyway without protection. <laughs> the kind of kind of pip tip of poopity and scott and ruby lip beep boop bop. But how do I avoid getting splinters on myself? Shoot. <laughs> we could just end it there. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yes. <laughs>